Welcome to the Scary Sisters. <laughs> Aren't my jammies cool? Yeah, they're really cute. They're super cute. Skeleton jammies. I'm so excited for Halloween that I bought me and Maxie skeleton jammies, and they just came in the mail. So he and I are, after we're done recording, he and I are going to wear them and take pictures. <laughs> I'm not very excited for Halloween. Really? I probably won't do anything. So you got to dress up at home and then have a bunch of your friends, like, have a Zoom party. No, do a Zoom seance. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll have a couple friends over and we can, like, watch scary movies and eat candy or whatever. But I don't know for sure. I don't even know what day of the week it is this year. I hear what you're saying because I, for a couple of years, I didn't really like Halloween when I didn't really want to party. But before Max was, like, into it, now yeah. it's fun because... He's excited. Yeah, I mean, I usually go out because it's fun. Party, and party, party. I occasionally have had, like, at-home parties, but they're usually pretty small, and who knows what the world today. Oh, right. My favorite Halloween celebration is just eating a shit ton of candy and watching scary movies. That's, like, my favorite. I mean, that's what I usually do on an actual Halloween, because it's usually a weeknight. I'm not going to, like, go party on a weeknight, usually. I'm normally employed. <laughs> Well, the whole world is shit. I know people don't like when we get political, but I just want to say Black Lives Matter. And if you don't think that, get the fuck off our podcast. I don't really care if people care if we're political. Is that I don't sense? either. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't either. I just know we've gotten shit before. People have emailed us. It's ridiculous. I know. Especially like right now, if... If that's political, then you're a racist piece of shit anyways, and I prefer that you don't listen to my podcast, thanks. <laughs> so, this is actually the Scary Sisters. I'm Mallory. And I'm Allison. And this is the podcast where Allison and I, and sometimes Whitney, watch scary movies, partially to escape the Mobius strip of hell that is our current existence. <laughs> and because it's fun. And if you're looking for critical analysis of horror you've come to the wrong place definitely we like to talk about what scares us yeah so this week we watched he's out there Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like every fucking episode i know <laughs> now it's like a thing now i have to find a way to do it <laughs> he's out there is a 2018 film and the plot is on vacation at a remote lake house a mother and her two young daughters must fight for survival after falling into a terrifying and bizarre nightmare conceived by a psychopath so what do you think so one thing first of all i like to say is if you haven't seen the preview don't. Don't watch the preview because it gives up way too much, doesn't yeah, it? I was really disappointed in that. Like, obviously it was still fun to watch, but too much was shown in the preview, and I hate when they do that. I do too. And I feel like I can always tell if the preview looks too good, I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, because sometimes you're like, this looks so scary. This has got to be all the scary <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that the whole film is any more scary. Were yeah. you actually scared, though? I mean, I there was part, even the cell phone part with her husband, it's in the preview and it still scared me. This film scared me more than it should have because of what it's about. Well, it was a scary concept for sure. 
I've always hated movies like this. Well, not hated the movie, but like hated the the scary people in them because it's like, what the fuck? What's we the weren't point? doing anything. Right. There's no reason for you coming. Random horror. So the film starts out with a really weird, they're talking about, they're like reading this book that comes back throughout the whole film. I didn't love that book and I didn't really, I didn't need it. I guess it was. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary by any means, but it was creepy. It added just like a creepiness to it. Yeah, I was like, what child's book is this? (laughs) Like, I don't think Max would want to read that. I think he'd be freaked out. Definitely. So basically, with her husband, Sean, planning to arrive later, Laura takes her two young daughters, Kayla and Maddie, to a remote lake house for their annual family getaway. Already? Scary. You don't like lake houses? (laughs) No, just like going out somewhere completely rural by myself with my kids. Mm. Yeah, no, I feel like that's the kind of thing you do all together. I would have just waited. What was it, like five hours later? Yeah, that was a long difference. I would have been like, you know what? You suck for making us put this on hold and we'll just put it on hold. Right? I'd rather do that. So when they get there, this guy drives up, Owen, which I thought he was going to be the fucker. No, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, this is 100% one of those fake out moments where they're like trying to make him look like the scary guy and you're right. going to expect it to be him, but he's not actually the one. <laughs> he was not. He does mention that there was a family who previously lived in the house that they own, who had a son named John who went missing. No one knows where he is. And that's how the film starts. Pretty much, this is all a random stranger. It's man standing. It's a random stranger trying to scare the shit out of Laura and her kids. And there was a time, like, early on, like, I think right after they talked to that guy, where it said, like, John inscribed in wood somewhere. And I was like, that's the dude. He's going to kill everyone. I mean, it wasn't really that hard to figure out. But <laughs> it's like, it's John. I made the mistake of watching this back to back with another horror movie. So I was already, like, keyed up. I also watched it in the middle of a fucking day. So I didn't feel like a lot of that, like, tension throughout the whole movie. There were scary parts, like jump scares and stuff, and just creepy parts. But I didn't feel scared throughout the whole thing. I was so tense because I was already freaked out. And then this is literally like my worst case scenario. Yeah. Being attacked with my child. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but when I used to stay home with my kid, I used to purposely change my schedule. Yeah. Because I'm literally terrified of this concept. Richard Ramirez was the killer who would just try people's doors. And I know. I hate that. That's, he's the reason why I lock my door all the time. and their house is pretty big and creepy it's fine to have a lake house but i personally it's such a huge house it is really big for a vacation home yeah for such it was like super fancy and amazing it was just a large old home i would prefer a smaller one for sure well and it's all relative right houses feel bigger depending on how many people are in it i remember when we first bought our house Alan and I took a while to actually, like, live in the whole house. You're coming from, like, a small apartment all to a full fucking house. But before you know it, you have shit everywhere. Well, ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you have a child, then it's just oh, yeah. crazy. So this plays on a lot of my existing fears with the concept of a, a random dude fucking with a mom and their kids. So how it starts is that he starts messing with the kids first. While they're playing outside, Kayla and Maddie follow a long red string, which creeped me out. 
Me too. I get it's a horror movie, but I was just like, oh, why? Why red string? And I know they're kids, but Jesus, don't follow a random string. I agree. I feel like I need to have a conversation with my child about like, just no. Well, the worst part is, and this I do need to talk to my son about, when they follow the string, they end up finding a little tea set. Tea party set, yeah. A tea party, and there's cupcakes there, and one of the kids eats it. Oh my God. Yeah, you should never eat random food that's like living 101. <laughs> yeah, living 101. Don't eat random food. We've always been told don't take candy from strangers, don't take cupcakes. Yeah, that's like the same concept. Like, yeah, you're not taking it from an individual, but it's also strange cupcakes in the woods. Like, do not eat that. I was so scared she was going to die from that cupcake. Oh, well, she, like, definitely got poisoned somehow. Like, oh, yeah, she, she got close. Sick. And that was the part the mom, Laura, is trying to get Benadryl, and she drops a bunch down the drain. I was like, oh, my God, her kid is going to die from a stupid cupcake. The little notes in the cupcake. <laughs> yeah, one said hello and one said goodbye. <laughs> and these kids should not be lying to their mom. God damn it. Well, at least the one kid told the truth. Finally, yeah. I mean, after her sister's, like, puking and everything's terrible. I don't remember exactly, like, how it all, like, starts to escalate, but basically it just keeps escalating. Like, the kids find the cupcakes. One of the kids gets really sick. Well, and then they start to hear a lot of noises around the house, upstairs and stuff. Like, it's going all over the place, all through the movie. They're just hearing noises all over. Banging. Yeah, and one time it sounds like a ball rolling across the floor or something, like a bowling ball or something, like something heavy rolling. <laughs> I'm going to revisit a conversation we had when we talked about the strangers. The funny thing is if you take away being scared, man, he was all over that house. He would have had to be crawling. Where did yeah. you get a bowling ball? <laughs> yeah, no, he was all over the place. Well, that's the thing about this. The whole story doesn't seem supernatural, but there are parts of the movie where he act supernatural and then I was like this is confusing yeah there are definitely parts of this that are super cliche and I was kind of annoyed that he was just this like mass you know it's a classic deformed child becomes serial killer yeah and some of that was kind of lame just the thought of being especially when she didn't like shut the curtains right away when you know you're being watched oh my god literally one of the first things I said when it started yeah I was like Get out of that fucking room where there's all those windows. I know. They were like, hanging out in like the biggest room with all the windows. Go upstairs and lock yourself in a room or something. Try to not be Just in the there. center of danger. <laughs> well, and, and if you have your lights on, they can fucking see you and you can't see them. Right? Like they know exactly where you where are. And so the thing that I did like about this movie as someone, especially during this pandemic, like I have to keep my shit together on a level that is really hard because yeah. I can't be a fucking mess all the time because of my kid. And the part where she is like laying on the floor, like looking out and trying to fight and she's like, it's going to be okay. I empathize so much with her. That was a rough part. I felt so bad. Her trying to reassure her kids when on some level she knows they're all gonna fucking die yeah like she's freaking out and she has to act somewhat not freaked out yeah i read this article that was that said being a parent in this pandemic is lying all the time you just lie constantly 
everything's fine. Everything's going to be okay. That's how I am on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything's fine. Life is great. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Everything's good. Well, also, I wanted to mention how we talked about in the mini-sode um, about the kids being annoying. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I mean, kids are annoying, period. So, like, besides yeah. that fact. Right. I don't think they were any more annoying than kids, period. <laughs> no, I actually was impressed. Yeah, I didn't feel like they were super obnoxious or anything. Like, they're gonna be scared and, like, be like, Mom, do something and not know how to say it in a like, eloquent Lord, but- way. Yeah, like... <laughs> Mommy, please make the evil man go away. <laughs> right? What do you expect? <laughs> oh, when Laura goes to get her cell phone, but it's already gone. This is why you need to keep your cell phone on you. How did you leave it in the car? I don't know when this was made, but it's 2020. <laughs> it was made in 2018, so she still needed to check her Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> that lake was really pretty. She should have been taking some pictures. Exactly. I... And I obviously, I mean, obviously it had to happen so that she didn't have a phone. No, I know. But like, I I don't even always have my phone on me, but I always like, I wouldn't leave it in my car unless accidentally. She deliberately put it back in the car. Yeah. I mean, she had it in her hand. That's the other thing. Like she was already like, bring it in the house. I didn't. Yeah. It was weird, but maybe she was like, I don't need it because I have a house phone. I can't believe they have a house phone in their not even real house. I know. Like house phones aren't even a thing, let alone in your lake house. Movies like this make me want to have a house phone, though. They cut the line right away. It doesn't even matter. You're right. That's like the first thing they do. Yeah, that's true. That is the first thing they do. I'd be better off trying to, like, get on the internet and Skyping people. Or having, like, an emergency cell phone. I can't believe they didn't have a laptop in the house. They were trying to get away from the world. I mean, I guess. But we always bring one just for, like, I don't know, Netflix? They have two kids. I guarantee they would want them. I mean, yeah, that's surprising with kids. Put a TV in front of them to shut them up sometimes. Yes, especially when you're like on vacation, you want to actually talk to your spouse. But anyways, we're picking this apart. And obviously, (laughs) if that happened, there would be no whole movie is trash because they didn't have a laptop. (laughs) So... Maddie gets sick. One of the kids gets sick and and starts to vomit. And this is when she asks the kid, she's like, what the hell's going on? What did you have? And then when she pulls that cupcake apart, the visual was disgusting. I don't know what it was. But it like, there was shit inside of it. And I was like, this just looks gross. Literally. It was not. It was like bluish. It was bluish. It made me wonder what it was. Obviously, it was poison, but... It was like antifreeze. I would have started, like, crying. Because you don't want your kid to get... If I knew that one of my kids ate it and I pulled that thing up, oh, my God. I I mean, yeah, that'd be scary. (sighs) Anyways. So, in... We've already mentioned this, but in the cupcake is hello and goodbye. Terrifying. One of the kids, like, hacks it up. Yeah, because the one that ate it threw it up. I think I'm watching too many scary movies because last night I had nightmare upon nightmare upon nightmare. And one of the main nightmares was my son got a flesh eating virus. Oh, that's horrible. I know. I woke up really upset. <laughs> I don't think it's actually the scary movies. I think it's like hell that we live in. Speaking of nightmares, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I don't know if I told you this. I can't remember things because my dreams and reality mix together. Sure. But <laughs> I had a dream. One of my first dreams 
where I was a victim of, like, a murder. Whoa. Because normally I'm, like, the bad person. Were you, were you dead? Like, you were killed? Yeah. I don't, it, like, stopped. But that was, like, what happened, I guess. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm nervous that I'm going to have to start taking something because my nightmares have been fucking crazy. I was taking something for a while because mine were really, really bad. Yeah, my... came down, thankfully, but... Like last night, I've been going to bed really early, just hoping for a night's sleep where I don't have nightmares, but it's been almost every night lately. Honestly, I'm so used to it at this point that it's... eh. Eh. My nightmares are terrible because I know they're just me processing trauma. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what mine is, too, so. It's not like I'm getting chased by a scary pumpkin head man or something. It's, it's like I'm rehashing all the shit that's happened to me in my life. It's terrible. Pumpkin head. Pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try rewatching it? No, not yet. That's okay. We'll just tell our listeners. I watched the film Pumpkin Head. I loved it. I thought it was great. Allison can't even make it through the first fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll do a mini sode and talk about pumpkin. So boring. Head. I'll try again. I'll try from like thirty minutes in and see. I mean, it's campy. It's silly. Well, it's sure. also I hate that. I don't like creatures. It's like a, a whole thing of what I don't like in one movie. <laughs> I know you don't like creature features at all. Mm, no, yeah. I mean, not all of them are bad, but it's not my like top. We should watch. I can never remember if it's Alien or Aliens, but one of them is like a horror movie that we should watch. Those are scary. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Isn't it from like the 80s or something? Yeah, no, and there's there's multiple ones. There's Alien and then there's Aliens. I just can't remember which one is the scarier one. I'll look it up later. I'm sure someone's yelling at it. I've at least seen one of them. They're good. They're scary. Is Alien the one where like the thing comes out of his body? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, kicking ass. Yep, yep. Yeah, I've seen that. And they make fun of it in... What's that movie? Spaceballs. Yes, I love that movie. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So, back to He's Out There. (laughs) Is that what we're talking about? (laughs) Honestly, the title is why I watched this film, because I was like, that's fucking scary. No, it's really funny because I told someone I was going to watch it and they're like, oh, that sounds so sweet. <laughs> like a romance. <laughs> nope. Out there. <laughs> Not a romance. <laughs> yeah, because when they said it, I was like, I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> no, I immediately, I mean, I guess I saw it on, you know, I saw the, the thumbnail. but oh, yeah, And I knew it was a scary movie because you told me. So, like, I didn't even think of it in that way at all. But I don't think, well, just myself in general, like how dark I am, there's no way I would have ever thought that. I don't think I would have either. He's out there sounds like a fucking serial killer to me. Yeah, he is fucking out there. He's out there. <laughs> so, Laura, and Laura's played by Yvonne Strahovski. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. She did a really nice job. I thought she's a, she's a really good actor. Yeah, I like her. I thought she was great. She definitely played being, like, trying to be a mom in a horrible fucking situation very well. I had only ever seen her before in Dexter, and I couldn't evaluate her acting because the last two seasons of Dexter are literally, like, the worst television ever, so. Also in um, Handmaid's Tale. Mm, that's where I know her from, too. Yeah, I just, I looked it up because I was like, she seems so familiar and I don't feel like I remember her from Dexter, but yeah. 
she's the the wife. Oh, she's good in that. That is such a fucking difficult. I couldn't even finish watching that because it's so fucked up, and her world is already fucked up. <laughs> I don't need more of that. <laughs> no, I had to take a break. I remember taking a break and being like, I just can't. This is too close to reality. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got back in because I was like, well, I guess I should prepare for the the inevitability. Oh, God. <laughs> so fucking awful. So Laura tries to call 911, but the landline's been cut. It's the first thing he does. They keep hearing these crazy noises upstairs. And that's when she goes to her car to get the cell phone. Oh, and that's when she finds that creepy-ass doll, which was one of the kids' dolls anyway. Yeah, it was creepy without John. Yes. <laughs> what that, the fuck is a doll? I would not let my kid have that. No, me neither. I would it's be like, fun. uh... It would just end up in my goodwill pile. I'd be like, like oh. oh so I don't know where it went. I have no idea. <laughs> I already so do that crazy. to my kids. Let's get you a new toy. Mm -hmm. I'll <laughs> give you a bigger, better one. <laughs> so there's this creepy ass doll, but the fact that it's in there, how does that trigger her? Because that doll was already there. Well, it was, no, because it was wrapped up in like, it's wrapped. Right, it had and been she's wrapped. like, what the fuck? And it was in the house on the table last because she knocked it over with her wine cup. So that means he was in their house. And he brought it and wrapped it up and put it in the car, yeah. Did she immediately try to get into the car at that point? Yes. And, and that that's point's... when the wheels come up. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, that's what you should do. This yes. is great. She's doing the right thing. Yep. Look out right away. Yep. She does the right thing and she still gets fucked over. Hundred. Hundred percent. I felt the same way. I was like, she's doing the right, she's found the doll. She got her kid. She was like, let's get in the fucking car. And then all the wheels pop off. I was like, oh, that was, I was so like freaked out by that. I was like, no, like they have no way of getting out. I believe I did scream. No, I'm sure <laughs> I did. No. <laughs> That's like a very common thing when I'm watching a horror movie. Me too. If the car hadn't like flipped, I would have just been like, fuck it. I'm going to ride. Who cares? No, because I think he only did the wheels on one side oh that's why it flipped oh yeah. So, yeah she couldn't have done that because it wouldn't it wouldn't it have work. kept rolling or it wouldn't kept going yeah for whatever reason i thought it was all four and i was like fuck just keep going just no i mean i would like yeah like fuck that car yeah who cares i don't i do not care about my alignment right now <laughs> too bad they didn't have bikes or something right because going on foot that's there's a part of me I mean, I, I'm not judging her. I think this was a terrible situation. But there was a part of me that was like, maybe you should just fucking run. The only thing I would be worried about is my kids not being able to keep up. Yeah. Like, if it was just me, I would fucking run. I had so much empathy for the kids, especially the older kid where she had to keep going, I need you to be brave. You have to run. I was like, this kid is not old well, enough. Well, then there was the one time she's like, hold on to my jeans. Oh, it was rough. It was rough. And I would hate being the mom in that situation, having to be like, you need to buck up because otherwise we're going to be fucking slaughtered. Right? Like, Ugh. oh, that's hard. When she gets back after they crash, they run back to the house because they don't have anywhere else to go. And this house is like in a huge field, kind yeah. of like there's woods around it, but it feels very vulnerable. The yard space is pretty large. So before... You get to the forest part of it. There's a lot of open space. I'm pretty anti-gun. This is one of those times that I was like, God damn, they need a shotgun. For real. 
So she gets back into the house. She's got the kids back in the house and she finds a family photo with everyone's faces scratched out except for hers. Well, the, before you even see that, it's like, it sounds like scratching on the front window because she actually did close the curtains on that part. That's right. On one window. <laughs> on one window. <laughs> She's standing behind the curtain, but he can see her from the, the left side and the right side because there's windows so everywhere. You like, like scratching of like glass. And then it, she opens up the curtains and then you see that picture. And it's, it's right there. Creepy. Only her face is not scratched out, which makes it even creepier. Like he's obsessed with her. Like there's something about her. <laughs> I thought the creation of the wooden dolls was pretty stupid. Yeah. That's a lot of work. The whole concept of it all, I didn't really get. I don't either. Like I didn't really get his motive. No. If it was just to, like, kill them and, like, that's his fun, it was, like, this whole other process, and I didn't get any of that. I mean, it was fucking scary. Yeah, it was scary. I just didn't get it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then at the end, when he's, like, taking the wooden dolls and replacing their parts, that was... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. I mean, I understand that this movie's, like, he's a psychopath. Yeah, but usually even psychopaths have their own thought pattern that's creepy, but, like, there's a reason for their creepiness some of that i wasn't a huge fan of obviously finding those is scary it was effective and it seemed like a stretch yeah and it also seemed like it was in there to prolong how long it took to kill them yeah because he torments them forever and then he finally gets a hold of them and he doesn't fucking kill them not right away no i thought she was dead though i absolutely I did oh my I god she was dead no, we're not there yet, though. I thought the little girls were going to have to just, like, make it on their own. Right? Okay, um, but then, so then the dad finally shows up, or not shows up, he comes to the gate. This part drove me nuts. I was also driven nuts. I'm not sure if it's the same reason as you. My experience, I would not expect my family to be pranking me late at nope. night. Nope. I would have tried to call, yes, like he did, which I get. I would not have followed some random stranger. Nope. I would have got in my car. Also, I would call the police right now because they're not answering. Something's up. Yeah. And then he heard heavy breathing on the phone. Like, even if it was heard, like, that's not okay. He, I was like, we he need interpreted an it as sexual. Right? And it was did not. No. If that's what your sex sounds like. <laughs> well, and I agree with you, like... If your whole relationship, they've never done something like this before. Exactly. And you don't follow a random red string. The kids, fine. Yeah, kids are stupid. And it was during the day when they did it. She even told him I left the door unlocked and it wasn't unlocked anymore. That in itself would have been enough for me to be like, what's going on? Something's up. And then the breathing, I would have like tried to get like an ambulance out of here. Clearly not his wife making sexy noises. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this dude. It bothered me. It just... And then he finds the tea party set and it cuts out. And then he's killed with an axe, which is awful. I hate axe murder. It's so gross. It freaks me out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of axe murder either. (laughs) (laughs) I also didn't understand. Like, I got that the lock was on the gate, but I, at that point, not knowing where my family was and what was going on, I think I would have just driven right through the fucking gate. I was thinking that too. It was like a wood gate pretty old he He probably could have made it just back up get going pretty fast yeah i I probably would have i definitely wouldn't have followed a random string into the woods that is you think maybe we're more likely to survive because we actually watch horror movies and true crime i feel like i am prepared for a murderer 
because I see all this stuff, I'm not going to go and check shit out. No. <laughs> I'm more likely to get other people or yeah. run away. Yep. <laughs> Me too. I'd rather look stupid because I ran away. Exactly. Exactly. So the husband's dead. The scariest part to me was when she looks out the window and he's just waving. Oh, I hate that. I hate that because he's just like taunting. And just somebody standing in the yard scares the crap out of me. Me too. It's man standing. It's the scariest fucking thing. But the fact that he waved and the way that he waved, it was mocking. Yeah, he knew they were watching and... It was fucking scary. That, to me, was the scariest part of the film. So then she starts hearing her husband. This scared the shit out of me. And she didn't even believe it. She's like, is that actually you? Again, she did the right thing. She was cautious. Very smart throughout this and it didn't even help. (laughs) Yeah. He uses a recording of her husband's voice to lure her outside. He wouldn't even have that recording if he didn't follow the fucking string. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This husband, I obviously didn't deserve to die, but I was also like, you fucking idiot. He was making way more, like, smarter decisions than he was. Absolutely. She played by horror rules. She did what she was supposed to do. She hears the recording, and then she goes out, and it's just a tape recorder basically hanging there. Fucking scary. And then all of a sudden, her husband's dead body drops Oh, that was, that was, that was scary. It's so hard, too, because, like, obviously to us, it's just scary. But imagine being her. That's her fucking husband. I can't even imagine. And then she's, like, freaking, like, crying and normal reaction that you would have during that. And then, but she's also trying to make sure her fucking kids don't see. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They keep hearing noises and all this. And this is when Laura gets the girls upstairs and has them in the closet and that's when she goes back down she's like you just have to stay here that was hard for me every time that the mom had to be separated from the kids i felt so much empathy for the kids can we just come with you (laughs) yes and i get that that was like absolutely the smartest thing to do and no but if i was a kid i'd be like no don't leave me yeah and that's why i didn't find those kids annoying they were reacting the way that you would fucking react yeah i would be fucking terrified i don't want my mom to fucking leave me while i'm scared of her my life she runs downstairs and this part is so again putting yourself into the role of laura having to dig in your dead husband's pants for car keys that was rough it was i was next to my husband he's sleeping snoring next to me and i'm like oh my god I can't imagine having to do this. You're really hard. Oh, but it's survival, right? You survival instinct. So all this stuff is happening, all this scary shit. They're being absolutely tormented. And then the neighbor comes by and, you know, you're for a moment hopeful. Yeah, for like one second. This is so quick. It made me so upset. I know. They didn't give us enough time to like be hopeful. Right? Like he was there. They couldn't hear him. I Also, I feel like she should have broken that glass way sooner. Yes. As soon as I saw him, I would have broken the glass and been like, this, help and get the fuck in the house. Yeah, someone's out there. Someone's out there. Well, and if someone is banging on the window like this. It's not a good sign. I, if that was happening, I would try to like get to a door where I could be able to yell to them, even from the door, not even have to go in. Right. They were clearly in distress. I mean, that was obvious. Definitely. That was very obvious. Oh, so John kills the neighbor, which fuck him. That's his neighbor. 
<laughs> right? Like, what an asshole. Be nice to your neighbors. Isn't that like a... Like, Owen never did anything. Salmon or some shit? <laughs> Is that one of them? So he's killed. That sucks. Then you're like, oh, shit. Now there's no one. Husband doesn't make it. Neighbor doesn't make it. It's got to be down to mom and kids. We don't have a choice. So then Laura finds the doll again, along with the storybook that's been rewritten. Yeah, like about them, basically. It's just creepy. And when the fuck did he have time to do that? Right? He's like terrorizing them and he's writing a book. (laughs) So here's he's on the roof, pounding his feet and drawing at the same time. (laughs) He's good at multitasking. I tell you, whether it's a demon or a psychopath, they are go-getters, man. They are. They are. They're very determined. They're doing too much. (laughs) (laughs) So it's obviously scary. No one wants to see a book that's about them being murdered. That's not fun. Yeah, no. At this point, she's ready. She's like, I've got the keys. We're going to run to the car. We're going to get out of here. And then John comes through the front door and grabs Laura and pulls her out. I, at that point, I was like, oh, shit, she's dead. I thought so, too. I I thought it was down to the kids at this point. I knew they weren't going to kill the kids. Yeah, I didn't expect that, but... But I was... I kind of expected it was, like, either the mom survived or everyone died. I was pretty sure they weren't... It's very rare that a horror movie will kill a kid, unless you're hereditary which I still can't see because I know that that happens. Worst way to kill a kid. <laughs> I just, I can't even, I can't do it. I'm too sensitive for that. Then John finds the music box that the husband, Sean, had brought as a, like, an apology gift. And if he had just fucking driven there, maybe he would have made it in time. Instead of stopping to buy presents. Yep. And John wouldn't have had time to string all the red string through the forest and... <laughs> Yeah, he had a lot to do. If he just came a little bit earlier, right? John's plan would have been ruined. Absolutely. I mean, he still could have tried with everyone, but it would have been harder. It it might have been harder. He might have been able to get there in time. (laughs) (laughs) So they use the children's song to lure, the music box to lure Kayla and Maddie outside, thinking that their dad's there, which is awful. And they actually find their mom. And their mom is bound and gagged in the trunk. And this is when John actually puts an axe into Laura's side. That was rough. It was rough. And that's where I was like, oh, she's not going to survive that. Yeah, I thought she was dead right then and there. If anyone out there is actually a medical expert, is that possible? I mean, I understand people survive all kinds of crazy stuff. But yeah, that was a really bad injury. And she got, didn't she get axed again later? Or did she just get like hit later or something? I don't remember her getting axed twice. She definitely does get like, well, she's not in any good shape towards the end. Because usually with stomach wounds, don't you bleed out? I would think so. I would think so too. Anyways, she, we think she's dead at this point. And then this is when John comes into the house and finds Kayla and Maddie under the bed. I hate this scene. This is really sad. They're like pleading for their life. Yeah. (gasps) Gross. And he's like talking about how he grew up in the house. And like, who gives a fuck? I know. I don't care about you. I don't care where you grew up. I don't care about your story. And then he talks about how, like, he's been watching them for years. Which makes it even fucking worse. He starts talking about the storybook and the significance of it. And, like, I guess that was his book. I didn't really get this either. So I'm not one to help with (laughs) I didn't like it. I didn't like the scene. It was really scary. I thought they were going to die. And then the next morning, he has them, they're like knocked out. I don't, oh, he like chloroform, not chloroform. He like, 
I thought it was chloroform. Is it chloroform? I think it's a chloroform. He like put a rag over their face. Yeah, so he put a rag over their face. He knocks the two of them out. He lays them down. He thinks that they're totally gone, basically. One of the kids wakes up and is paying attention. I think it's an older girl. It is the older girl. That part freaked me out too. I was like, dude, stop picking your head up. Right? She was really good about like putting it down when he looked. I know, but I was like, there's no way. She's going to get caught. She wakes up her sister. And how do they get away? Don't they leave when he's trying to cut out the eyes and arms of the fake ones? Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Apparently that's when Laura wakes up and distracts him with the, oh, that's right. The mom wakes up and finds the music box and like turns it on. So he's like, what the hell? Yeah, who's doing that? Finally, the asshole's being fucked with. I always love that when the tables are turned. Oh, is that scary? That's actually one of my favorite things about Scream when Gail Weathers comes back and then she's the one who's the aggressor. I fucking love that scene. I love Scream. One of my favorites. I'm dying, man. (laughs) All right. So Laura distracts him. He's like looking for the music box. He's like, what the fuck? What's going on? She grabs his axe and attacks him. And (laughs) what? I thought you were going to say she grabs his ass. (laughs) It's a really effective distraction technique. She's like, ooh. Ooh. She grabs his axe (laughs) and gets him a couple good times, which I enjoyed. And then he collapses to the ground. But in every horror movie, you gotta do the double tap. I was so pissed off, though. Like, cut his fucking head off. Yeah, but at the same time, like, she, like, stabbed him multiple times with a knife, too. No, he should have been done. And he just, like, walked away. I know. It's like some fucking Michael Myers shit where he fucking never dies. Maybe he, I mean, similar, right? Math. (laughs) There's actually a school for psychopaths where (laughs) they learn how to torment. They learn how to not die. There's a lot of, like, overlapping techniques. Yeah. Michael Myers, it works for me. Or at least in the first one, it works for me. This is... I think it works better because like the whole time you kind of like get that vibe i feel like this it's just some random guy that used to live there but he can't die after being stabbed a billion times <laughs> whereas like michael myers is it seems somewhat supernatural from the very beginning yeah he doesn't seem like somebody you could just be like you're done listeners if you ever get attacked by a psychopath you make sure that fucker is dead you can cut off their head yeah, you really gotta make sure because they like to keep living. They really do. You gotta, you gotta make sure because they always come back. I knew that was gonna happen, and it kind of annoyed me that it did. So Kayla and Maddie reunite with their mom, and they get into Sean's car and they drive away. When the engine stalled, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was so freaked out. I was like, "I swear to God, if this movie ends up killing these people right now, I'm, I'm done with this." Like after everything, I still can't get away. So they do get back, but when, I think only Laura looks back, but maybe all three of them do, they look back and he's gone. Yeah. Which is- No, I thought the little girl didn't. She's like, where is he? (gasps) You know what's so scary about that too? I mean, like, yes, they got away, but what if he knows where they live and it just torn? Like, who knows where he went after that? Hopefully to the woods to die, but- (laughs) Ideally. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the cops right now. And I would want someone to go out there and investigate and make sure that they oh, found his Definitely. Body. Maybe not the cops. We'll call the firefighters. That's my new thing. 
I taught my son that if there's an emergency, you call firefighters. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, he's out there. It's a little cliche. There are things that don't make sense. He's definitely too successful. Definitely. At every point. And it scared me. I had a hard time sleeping after this. I watched it during the day, so I think that helped. Like I said, I did watch it right after watching another horror movie, so I was already keyed up. I don't think that helped. For me personally, I can empathize with being a mom in a situation in which you have to somehow make things okay. That definitely added an extra level for me. And as listeners know, my absolute fear is man standing, and there's a lot of man standing in this. Mm -hmm. A lot of man standing man standing and mocking you yeah he wasn't even just standing he was like (laughs) that shit pissed me off i'm the type of person though that i think at a certain point i would have been like come and get me you motherfucker i'm gonna fucking rip your head off (laughs) because there's a certain point where i get beyond scared and then i get really pissed yeah well especially when they're being so successful yeah I'm done with you. I'm pissed. You come at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So this film, I don't believe it did very well. It's a Midland. I only watched it because of the title. (laughs) Well, we already talked about how everyone hates the kids. So we already talked about that. That was one of the main complaints. I really think that that has to do with if you hate kids and that's like a separate issue. If you hate kids, you might hate this movie and that, so don't watch it. But pretty much everything else, no one talks about anything. Oh, this person said, I don't get the bad reviews, but people review it just for the kids. It's obviously not like the greatest movie ever or anything, but I didn't see anything specific that really stood out to me to be bad. I wouldn't say this is a top horror film. No, but it's like a very... Scared me. Yeah, it does what it's supposed to do. It's average, but it does its job. And I, Yvonne, the woman who plays Laura, is phenomenal. She does a great job. She really does. Whether you like the story, whether you think there's a bunch of holes in it, whatever, she is really convincing and a really great actress. And I enjoyed watching her. Mm-hmm. There are some plot holes and there are some stupid things. And how many horror movies are just kind of stupid because you just have to get into something scary. Like most of them. Exactly. I would say half the ones we've watched have like pretty shitty plot. Yeah, honestly, like that's a very common theme with horror movies, not great plots. And that's not true for all of them. I mean, we definitely have watched some really great ones, but this, I, I wasn't looking for a great film. I was looking to be scared. I think that's the thing, though. The plot usually doesn't matter if they're doing well at scaring you. Yeah. And then if the plot's good, it's just like a bonus. Yeah, exactly. The average rating is really in the middle, which is what I would give it to. Most of them are like six and fives. And I agree. I don't think it's like an amazing film. I enjoyed it. I, it scared me. And I, that's what I wanted. And I don't hate kids as much as all these other people do. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of kids, but I don't hate them. It was never released in theaters. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it like a Netflix? Or no, it was on Amazon. Is it like an Amazon original? No, it's like it was supposed to be. Just never did. It didn't go into theaters, and I'm not sure why. But I think if you don't like man standing, if you have empathy for human beings, that you can enjoy this film. But 
I I will say I did not like the mask. I thought that was pretty dumb. When you actually see him, it almost ruins it a little bit. I would have preferred in some ways like not see him full on. For sure. Why does he have bandages all over his fucking face? And like, it just added more questions that I didn't need to ask. And I would have been fine just have him being like shadowy. Yeah, it's really random. Like they don't explain anything about it. Right. If they had just even had like three lines where they said he burned his face in a fire, something. There's no explanation as to why he's a piece of shit. There's just none. Like Freddy Krueger, right? There's a backstory. We know why he looks that way. We know why. Oh, you don't because you haven't seen it. Ah! <laughs> We're going to watch that. But most of the time there's some sort of backstory that at least explains. Yeah, why. even if it's not even a good backstory. He's just a crazy guy is their explanation. Yeah. So would you suggest people watch it? Yeah, I think if you're into a little scare. If you're watching a bunch of horror movies anyways, might as well. Exactly. Currently on Prime Video, which, you know, for us, that's usually why we watch things. Is it on Netflix? Is it on Prime? Okay, well, let's watch it. I've actually been impressed. I don't know if it's just because I took such a long break. There's a lot of decent films. Well, and we're getting close to Halloween, I guess. But there's a lot of good horror films out there right now. Well, and usually Hulu does a lot more on their thing around Halloween. So we might want to look on there. Ooh, Halloween. If you had to rate this on our scale, what are we rating it out of? Wooden dolls? Children's books? Children's books. All right, let's do children's books. (laughs) What would you give it? I think I'd give this a three. It's like in the middle. Yeah. Not the greatest film ever, obviously, but it was enjoyable and had some scares and decent acting. And yeah. I think I'd give it a three, two. The story's a little weak, which makes me kind of want to give it a 2.5, but I think Yvonne Strafowski does such a nice job that she kind of saves it a little bit. Honestly, I think I give every movie a three. <laughs> I know. And that's an, I gave Midsummer 4.5. I know. I couldn't do it. I get it. This one didn't stick with me in the same way as some of the other ones. Although, again, because of the empathy and my own positionality being similar to a mom, I had a hard time going back to sleep after this. But if I had watched it in the middle of the day, I don't think it would have even... Yeah, it didn't really stick with me at all. Yeah. I was fine right after watching it. So yeah, so that's, uh, he's out there. You should check it out, especially if you're afraid of man standing. <laughs> okay, bye. That's it. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Thank you to our listeners. We really appreciate those that are listening and following, and we're glad to be making these again. So we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.